Good Morning Nancy is a horror movie podcast, and it may not be for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Good Morning Nancy, my name is Gracie. And I'm Abby. And it's time for a coffee break. Welcome to your coffee break, everyone. Hi, guys. Okay, so first of all, I want to say we are so sorry (laughs) for forgetting to mention our Lori and Ellen patrons in our last coffee break like two years ago. Yeah. (laughs) I think it was like two or three weeks ago. Yeah. Anyway, we suck. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) That's like one of the, the one things that people look forward to and they were like, hey, where was that? What the heck? <laughs> yeah, we're just a million years old and our brains are crumbling and falling out of our ears. So sorry, you guys. But listen, like we not to not to justify it, really, but we had a lot of stuff happening. <laughs> well, th- there were a lot of crazy life changes that happened in the last few weeks. So, so yeah. So for those of you who don't know, um, my husband and I are making a big move out west aka buffalo new york (laughs) and not syracuse new york buffalo um so we're actually gonna be moving a lot sooner than we thought and eventually guys abby and i are gonna have to record remotely for a while until i convince (laughs) her to move out there with me i'm really sad about it i already have separation anxiety It's okay. Well, last podcast on the left, it'll be great. Yeah. So, um, so that was like big news that was happening. Was that? Oh, you think you're gonna move in the summer? You're actually gonna be moving in the winter. Oh, oh no. Oh. So, <laughs> so that was like a big thing that happened. Abby also started her dream job. She's cooking in a kitchen at a yeah. restaurant. I'm learning how to be a chef, and I love it. It's incredible. It's so exciting. Yeah. Um, it was actually like just a spur of the moment thing. A friend of mine was like, hey, um, I need cooks like real bad and I'll teach you how to be a chef. And I was like, okay. <laughs> so I went from Perfect. one job to this new one and it's been pretty wild so far, but it's a lot of fun. I'm enjoying it. So it's so exciting. Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> All right, so gather around the coffee pot. It's time to start your coffee break. So today we'll be talking about our favorite bad horror movies, part two. Yes, and if you'd like to listen to part one, I'll link it in the show notes. Yeah. Because we did this before. There are a lot of bad bad <laughs> movies out there, guys. Okay, so I'm going to start, and I'm going to mention Deathbed the bed that eats have you seen this abby no this film is terrible this film border is a borderline between like hilarious and i just wasted an hour and 17 minutes of my entire life oh it's short it's really short it is it doesn't feel like it though (laughs) you really you really feel like you've aged like 100 years after watching it Oh my god. So Deathbed the Bed That Eats is from the 70s and it was directed by George Barry and it was produced by George Barry 
And it was written by George Barry. Wow. This was his only film. <laughs> his the, greatest the accomplishment. The father, son, and the holy ghost of bad movies. <laughs> he was like, I only need to make one film because it will be the best film ever created. And, you know, okay, so let me tell you what it's about. Okay. So according to Wikipedia, I was going to write my own summary, but this was the perfect... It, I think the summary was written by somebody who really enjoyed the film. Yes. Okay, according to Wikipedia, long ago, a demon fell in love with a woman and conjured up a bed on which to make love to her. Ew. The woman died during the act. What? And in his grief, the demon wept tears of blood which fell on the bed and caused it to come to life. I'm sorry. While the demon rests, the bed's evil is contained. But once every ten years, the demon wakes, giving the bed the power to physically eat human beings. Only one man, an artist identified as Aubrey Beardsley, was spared, as the bed condemned him to immortality behind a painting where he must forever witness the bed taking victims. What? Even? (laughs) Yeah. Holy crap. (laughs) You can kind of see a good movie in that description okay. yeah you yeah kind of see it working mm-hmm. maybe if it was directed by david lynch <laughs> but not by george barry <laughs> oh so this film is worth seeing because it it suffers from non-acting syndrome what and let me tell you what that means to me so there is a scene where this guy comes to this the house where the bed is located. <laughs> and the his sister, I guess, is there. And all of her friends are dead. They all, they all got eaten by the bed. And so he's like, for some reason, I can't remember why. It's probably not explained. He comes to find her. And he, like, puts his hand... I, f- I forgot how he gets there, but his hands get in the bed. And, and this, the bed is eating his hands. And... You know, you would think the reaction would be like, oh, my God. Wah! No, he's like, uh, 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 like, what? That's, the, what? that's the noise that he's making. And the, sis- Buddy. <laughs> and the sister's like looking at him like, are you OK? <laughs> and he pulls his arms out of the bed and they're skeleton hands. <laughs> and he looks at him and he's like. Oh no! Uh, oh he, yeah, and then he and then they sit down, and the sister like holds him, and she's not crying, she's not upset, she's not acting, she's just staring at him, and he's just looking at his at his at his hands, and he's like, "Sister, you have to break them off. What? You have to get rid of them." What? And so she's like, she doesn't say anything, so she just takes his skeleton hands and just crushes them. <laughs> like cry out in pain like there's no acting in this it's just bodies what the walking heck? around and doing things yeah i need to see it <laughs> it's i found a free version of it on youtube i don't i don't think it's um i don't think it has any copyright or anything on it oh my god so yeah i think it's like silent night bloody night where well, it's like I, you can just watch it anywhere i know what i'm doing today <laughs> it's so bad so yeah there's everyone suffers from non-acting syndrome and and honestly like the film is endearing you can tell that the guy really was trying to make an artsy film he really was i think his heart was really into it 
uh, it just failed miserably. It's just terrible. So definitely check out Deathbed, The Bed That Eats. Wow. All right. Not to be confused with Deathbed. There's another movie called Deathbed, which doesn't look good either. But this one is The Bed That Eats, so get it right. All right. All right. What do you got for me, Abby? Okay. So (laughs) there's this film called Mortuary. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's... A Toby Hooper film is directed by Toby Hooper, written by Jace Anderson and Adam Gearsash. Gearsash, I think is how you say oh, his name. Yeah, I don't know. Um, and it's an American movie, mm-hmm. and I feel kind of bad because this is the second Toby Hooper film that I'm dragging. But <laughs> like, <laughs> oh lordy, so. Um, a single mom who is a mortician and her two kids move into this abandoned home called the Fowler Funeral Home, only to discover that the locals believe the house and land is cursed. And the Fowler family ran a mortuary business there, and they had a son named Bobby, and he had, like, a jacked-up face that they hid behind a a burial shroud. So... Bobby disappears, and 10 years later, his parents are killed by having their faces smashed in. So, uh, all of the locals in this small California town believe it was the work of Bobby. And this small family begins to experience, like, weird, haunty stuff. And it's so terrible, and it has the jankiest special effects and laughable acting. And I thoroughly enjoyed laughing at it, so... Okay, so think like The Haunting in Connecticut, but like a hundred times less good. (laughs) That movie is terrible. (laughs) What? I like... No! No, I do! I liked it. All right, I thought it was good. But, um... So, (laughs) one thing I will say about like the special (laughs) effects, there are these ghosts in it, and they're like these green cloud formations and they look like fart clouds like in cartoons when someone farts and it's like a green gas that's what the ghosts look like so oh no poor toby so why is it worth seeing um because it's toby hooper and there's also a tiny baby dan bird in it he played i think he played bobby in the hills have eyes the oh new version. God, yeah. Um, and it's a good movie to watch and laugh at or, you know, like play drinking games with. So every time the sheriff of the town does something stupid, you can take a shot and probably be drunk in no time. Oh so, my goodness. yeah, mortuary, guys. All right. Find cool. it. Watch Find it. it. <laughs> good Morning Nancy is proudly sponsored by Recess Coffee. We wouldn't be able to create such great content without being fueled by their magical beans. And the great part is, is that each batch of coffee is locally, artisanally roasted, and it comes from fair trade farmers. Gracie, what's your favorite blend? Oh my gosh. Okay, so my favorite blend is the Westcott blend. It has African and Indonesian beans mixed to create a clean, rich, and full-bodied cup of coffee. Mm. It has a rich floral vanilla aroma with a sugared almond flavor and a lemon finish. Yum. Ooh, delicious. My favorite is the Austin's blend. It's a unique blend of African, Indonesian, and Central American beans roasted to create a characteristically rich, dark, and smoky cup. It has a bold roasted nut aroma with chocolate flavors and a smooth, fruity finish. 
The coffee is seriously so good. I don't even have to put any cream or sugar in it. I just drink it black like my soul. <laughs> so guys, head on over to recesscoffee.com to order yours today. Or if you're a Syracuse local, stop by either shop at 110 Harvard Place or 110 Montgomery Street. So drink coffee, shoot lightning. Now back to the show. <laughs> okay, so the last movie I'm going to mention is Book of Shadows, Blair Witch 2. As of this recording, it is on Hulu. So if you have Hulu, check it out. Mm-hmm. Um, this film is phenomenal. I'm sorry, but so many people hate this film. I love it. It's so bad. It's good. So I, it's hard to kind of go into the background of it without also talking about the Blair Witch or, yeah, the Blair Witch from yeah. the, the 90s found footage film that everybody loved. The only good found footage film. <laughs> I guess the studio saw saw dollar signs and they were like, this movie's amazing. Let's get an actual documentary filmmaker to make the second one. <laughs> and so they hired Joe Berlinger and he is the director of the Paradise Lost documentary. Oh boy. The West Memphis Three. Mm-hmm. And I, I thought that that was such a good idea. I was like, yes, like, of course you should do that. Um, <laughs> So he directed it, and he also wrote it with a man named Dick Beebe? Beeb. Dick Beeb. Dick Beeb. <laughs> <laughs> and, of course, this film uh, is from the USA. So what is it about? Well, a group of tourists arrive in Burkesville, Maryland, after seeing the popular 1999 found footage film The Blair Witch Project to explore the mythology and the phenomenon, only to come face to face with a terrible plot about neurosis. (laughs) Oh, all right. So the characters in this are so quote unquote unique and so 90s wow oh man so um the characters are a tour guide named jeff who is also a former psychiatric patient and and an obsessed fan of the first blair witch um then we have graduate students steven and his pregnant girlfriend tristan who are researching mythology and mass hysteria then we have erica who is a a Wiccan, and also the daughter of a minister. Oh, okay. <laughs> and Kim, who was a goth psychic. Wow, this is the most <laughs> 90s yes. thing I've ever heard of yes. in my life. It's so good. And, like, I guess, like, what happened was that Joe Berlinger was like, this is going to be, like, the most meta film ever. Oh, and he he really was like, this. he had, like, this whole movie cut to like this perfect film where it was sort of like a a, com- a, a commentary on the first Blair Witch mm-hmm. because it was like, oh, guess like the safe thing to do would be like make another found footage film. But he was like, no, like let's make it like the, the Blair Witch movie is real in this film. And it came out in theaters, like in this film, and all these characters know about it. And Not they a bad idea in theory. No, yeah, and it actually sounds like I would love to see his cut of it because it sounds like it could be really interesting. But the studio was like freaking out. They're like, "This is not like a horror movie enough. Like it's it's there's not enough violence." So they had all of these scenes 
where they're like stabbing people and what? where like so Jeff I guess wasn't supposed to be like a psych a psychiatric patient and so like they had they have him like in like a padded room like ah, like shaking his head like he's in like a corn music video or something. <laughs> <laughs> and like they changed the music because they were gonna have like Frank the Frank Sinatra uh, song like it's witchcraft like that oh, song yeah but they changed it to uh, disposable teens by Marilyn Manson oh my god <laughs> which was really fun to hear but it was well, like they wanted to make it like a rock like horror movie rather than like a psychological thriller oh, and so this film is is edited so strangely and so poorly because the studio was like no way like we're gonna make this a total like garbage horror film because it's and it did make money but it was but nobody liked it everyone thought it was terrible oh my god so there's uh, there's so many scenes that don't make sense but one scene that really like <laughs> got me was there's a scene where one of the characters uh the their corpse is standing up in a closet but nothing is holding it up <laughs> it's just and there and so one of the characters like you see in the video one of the characters like props up like takes the dead body and and like carries it to the closet and like puts it in the closet and just stands it up and then walks away <laughs> and I'm like that's not how bodies work what the heck <laughs> it's so bad oh my god so and I think that was one of the scenes that was um that was added in it's terrible good god okay so why is this worth seeing because this film is a late 90s <laughs> horror movie time capsule yes. every scene looks like a nine inch nails recorded music video oh and this film isn't boring. Like I so many people say the film is terribly boring, but I disagree. I think it is so funny and interesting and I love seeing all of these really stupid characters like Oh my god. Yeah, and uh, I wish I could get more involved in it, but we don't have that much time. Um I'm going to link in the show notes um Good Bad Flicks did a really great video about it. They really got in depth with like looking at it. So check it out. This movie actually is super interesting, like the whole behind the scenes part of it. So oh check God. out Book of Shadows, The Blair Witch 2. There is no Book of Shadows, by the way. <laughs> what? It doesn't exist. No, nope, there's no book or shadows. Is it even mentioned in the film? Nope. What? <laughs> All right, I guess. Oh, there my God. Go. All right. What's your last one, Abby? All right. So I chose... Chernobyl Diaries. <laughs> and it was directed by Brad Parker. It was written by Oren Pelly. Oh my god, he's from Paranormal Activity. Oh. He wrote and directed Paranormal Activity. Well. <laughs> um, so the other writers <laughs> are Carrie Van Dyke and Shane Van Dyke. What is it about? It's a delightfully stupid film about American tourists who take an extreme tour of the Chernobyl meltdown site. And it's found footage, so it's extra, like, disorienting. Is that the word I want to use? Sure. Okay. Um, the acting is horrendous and the plot is super predictable. The tourists are killed by animals or mutant humans and the film's end is so anticlimactic as the last survivor of the group is held prisoner in a Russian hospital because she has seen and knows too much about the site. So she's 
killed by the human mutants like mauling her to death in what appears to be some kind of cell in a hospital okay and the plot is just really weak and the film starts out okay and then it just spirals out of control into a fiery hellhole of disappointment so it's like very empty feeling and Mm. but okay so why is it worth seeing Well, you can take comfort in knowing that at least you aren't as dumb as these American tourists who have no idea what they're doing or how to survive. Oh, also, Jesse McCartney is in it. So there's that. Oh, my God. Yeah. He is. Yeah. You're welcome. This film, it just, it looked like it had so much potential, but it's, I'm also not a huge fan of found footage stuff, so... I might be a little bit biased anyway, but... Have you seen uh, Cannibal Holocaust? A long time ago. That's okay. like the original, That's right? the, That was the first, yeah, found footage that yeah. I can think of, yeah. Yeah, with like all the crazy violence and stuff like <laughs> yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. Well, Whew. there you go, guys. Check them out. <laughs> or not. <laughs> They're all terrible. Probably if you want to make yourself feel better, check them out. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Abby, it looks like I am all out of coffee, so it's time to get back to work. Hmm. You guys, <laughs> thanks so much for joining us for this mini episode. We'd like to take this moment to mention our Lori Strode and Ellen Ripley patrons. Yeah. So we got Ashley and Chris and Keenan and Janelle, Jillian, Julie, Maggie, Shauna, Stacy, Valerie, James, Jarvis, Travis, Felicia, Slops the Clown, and Michael. Yay. You are all amazing. Thank you all so, so much. Yes. So next week, we'll be back with another full-length episode about one of our favorite horror movies, and it will actually be the last full-length episode of this season. What? (gasps) So crazy. I can't believe it's over. Oh, my God. Jeez. Until then, check out patreon.com slash goodmorningnancy for some sweet extra content, or start your holiday shopping at goodmorningnancy.com slash merch. Don't forget to follow us on social media. Facebook at Good Morning Nancy, Twitter at Good Morning Nan, and Instagram at Good Morning Nancy Podcast. We're also on Tumblr at Good Morning Nancy. Also, tell a friend and spread the word about our show. We love you all to death. Have a good morning. Bye. <laughs>